when I call Roy a maniac, you guys all think I'm joking. I'm not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the greatest podcast on earth. This episode is brought to you by Ovaporus, the original super safe rust remover, non-toxic, environmentally safe, water-based formula that removes rust without the hassle of scrubbing. Also available is their amazing safe erase paint remover. Check them out at Ovaporust. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by my co-host, the maniac known as Roy Scott from Vintage Axe Works. Today, we have the amazing Justin Burton from War Crown Forge. How's that for a fucking intro? I was about to say, that intro That intro leaves a lot to live up to. Seriously. Seriously, tits McGee on that one, Chris. Hell yeah. Justin from War Crown, I've checked out your work. Roy's told me about you. He's squawked about you a million times. What's I've been up, trying man? to get, hey, for the uh, record, I've been trying to get you on the show for a long time, and Chris was like, no, fuck that guy. I don't want him on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. It's not true at all. <laughs> oh, Justin, tell us about yourself, man. You look like you're making a wide variety of sharp shit. Tell us how you got started and all that good stuff. You can start from birth or you can start from one year ago. It doesn't matter to me. Um, all right. Well, let's see. I, um, uh, I'm a huge comic book collector and fantasy fiction nerd, so that's kind uh, of here we go. Here what, we go. <laughs> what I've always liked, although I feel that's kind of a commonplace for uh, knife makers and bladesmiths. Yep. Um, Straight to the gutter. Here yep. we go. <laughs> I, I work with two of those nerds every single God. day. Like class A <laughs> nerds. Uh, I'm also a, a U.S. Navy veteran, and um, you know I've always been a fan of uh, historical and fantasy weapons and i always wanted to make my own and about four years ago i finally got stationary long enough and started making enough money where i could buy tools and equipment and start trying it out and i've been in love with it ever since no kidding is this what you're doing full-time now uh no i wish uh oh okay (laughs) no i gotta i have a full-time job that i do and i do the knife making as much as i can like after work and on the weekend so. Oh, Dude, okay. you're you're posting really frequently. I thought I thought for sure this was your full time gig. You're super active on Instagram, and your growth. That's because growth... I am slammed with ADHD and energy drinks, and I just yeah. a fucking whirlwind, man. Right <laughs> on. So, are you still in the Navy? Nah, no, 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 no. Oh, so okay. I, I, got, I got out. Um, I was uh, a member of uh, OIF, and then I got out right in 2010. And uh, after I got out, uh, traveled around, kind of just puttered around till I figured out what I was going to do to make a living. And uh, I ended up becoming an inspector and working in aerospace. And after that, I uh, got into my new job right now. Where I'm a utility inspector. And so I do that while I make knives on the side. Damn. Wow. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> How long were you in the Navy for? Uh, just four years. Oh, okay. Just enough. Just enough. Just enough. <laughs> just, 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 just enough. Yep. Oh, jeez. Uh, and now you're an inspector for utilities? Uh, I, yeah, I do basically anytime uh, a uh, gas company, like uh, a major gas company like SoCal Gas or something like that, they yeah. have to have uh, construction crews on site. Uh, they have to have a third-party inspector that makes sure that they're safe and have their uh, appropriate paperwork. Basically, I'm just kind of a nanny. I, I was going to say, I watch, well, I watch other tougher men work. I was going to well, say, the guys that I know, they don't call you a nanny. They call you an asshole. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> all yeah, the no, construction I, guys, goddamn yeah. inspector was on site all day today. <laughs> yep. So I, I, get, I get paid just to, just to make sure. Babysit. As it should be. Yep. You're it's right. A pretty, it's a pretty awesome job. <laughs> so you're a comic book guy. You're fantasy weapon guy. What was the first thing that you that like set you on the path to making blades? Okay, so um, I always wanted to make my own weapons. I, I grew up collecting knives, and I, I always wanted to make my own like weapons. Anytime you see like a movie or you read about it in a book, and it shows you know the hero or even the villain has some heroic piece or some wicked earth-ending piece of you know weaponry, I was just like, I want to make that. That's what I want to make. Oh my Christ, God, you're you're, like, <laughs> you're all multiplying. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, oh god, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not s- trying to be an asshole. The only thing I can think of is like you know, Frodo. I get Frodo right now. That's all I can <laughs> fucking think of. Just like, oh fucking. Nerds. So I'm assuming that you've seen the. Uh, I'm assuming you've seen the stuff that the two guys I work with have made. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, that's right yeah. up right up your alley then. Yeah, I know. So listen, I, I I did not know this piece about you. Um, in looking at your feed, like I've always thought you made some really weird shit. I'm just gonna be straight with you, like weird of shit. Yes, diverse. But but super cool, unique pieces, and and that and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the show. Um, and Chris has been reluctant the whole freaking time. Um, oh he just God, would you he, shut up? He, I he, just uh, met the guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I I never put the two together. I never. I just thought like, wow, here's a dude making some really cool, unique stuff. I I never put the comic book um, movie thing together. And now looking at your stuff, I'm like, okay, okay, here we go. This makes, this makes a lot more sense. Um, Dude, even my, even the name of my shop, uh, Warcrown Forge. Like uh, there's, there's, talk to us about that. There's a famous fiction writer named R.A. Salvatore. And uh, he's, Huge. Oh, Chris is a around. huge fan. Chris is a huge fan of oh, that. Dude. I love Salvatore. Yeah, he's number one. Number one. <laughs> Actually, well, Op- Oprah's book club recommended. Oh, no, there you <laughs> I ended up hounding him through email a few times, uh, asking him if he'd be cool if I used the name Warcrown because it's a character from one of his books. No and, kidding. Uh, yeah, and he it's ended a- up finally emailing me back saying, yeah, I go for it, man. So Wait, what's the well, premise well, of the character? What does the character do? The character is a dwarven king. And of course he, he is. Like a whole of course life. he is. <laughs> so I'm not too fucking far off by saying Frodo stuff. Not too <laughs> far off. <laughs> well, I would say that's a broad generalization, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what are the books right. called? Uh, his, his most famous for his book series called The Legend of Dritz. And uh, it's like he's got like 40 books in that series. So, wow. 40? Jesus. 40, yeah. Yeah. He's pretty accomplished. <laughs> yeah, pretty accomplished, he's been around dude. for a while. So you Jeez. named the shop War Crown Forge from the character of a book. Did you like did did you Here, share I thought, your... I thought this was going to be some bad. <laughs> yeah, I was a Navy SEAL. And uh, <laughs> you know, they used to call our troop the uh, War Crowns. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh my, you're a fucking oh, asshole. No. This is this is your guy, Roy. This is your guy. <laughs> so did did you contact him and you're like, hey, I put this really cool logo together. You want to get a sign off on it or like, have, have you all been in contact since the inception of Warcraft Forge? Uh, just I only actually spoke to him two different times. One for the uh, you know asking him about the name. So the usage. first time was yes, and the second time was fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, the second time I just I followed up because I I want to make a a piece specifically for him. To, uh, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. What, yeah. Uh, is it one of your favorite books of the series? Hang on, hang on, Chris. This is important. <laughs> <laughs> So is, is there is there a, a particular book in this? Are they all? Is it one big long series? Or are there like a couple of different oh, no, 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 stories? It's it's, uh, it's one big long series, man. Yeah. Jeez, Louise, that's like some investment right there in terms of time, <laughs> like reading all of that shit. Forty. Well, luckily, books? luckily, my day job affords me the time to read. So, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's inspectors true. do nothing but sit in their car until they have to go check boxes off. There you go. Oh, there they you do. Go, exactly. That's all they do. Yeah, I, I yeah. So I can, I can plow through been... a book a week on my job. So how, how long so, have you been doing this again, making blades? Uh, just four years. Well, yeah, okay, that's what I thought. So you're four years in the navy, four years making blades. That's crazy. And then so, have you been on Forged and Fire? I was actually. I did actually go on the show. Yeah. And oh, really? I yep. I did go on the show. I uh, I got was the second person cut. I didn't make it to the finals. Um, what happened was my blade and uh, everything held up great, but right. when Jay Nielsen was stabbing into the metal plate, uh-huh. I didn't smooth out the peened over pommel, the peened over tang on the pommel, ah, and, it okay. bit, and it bit into his palm and gave him a blood blister, and so they cut me. But I was like, ah, no and shit. Came, and he even came up afterwards and was like, oh, hey, you know, everything else was fine. Everything else was fine if you had just sanded that peened over tang smooth. <laughs> 
You would have. I was like, oh. Yo, Jay, hey, listen. But... Toughen up, Jay. Toughen up. <laughs> I don't, but it was I a don't... good. Ex- it was a good experience, though. Cool. I don't know if you. I don't know if you uh, follow Vintage Axworks or not, but uh, every now and then I put in my title. It's all about the details. You might want to take note of that, brother. What is that? What is Vintage Axworks <laughs> your business? Is that what you do? Uh, I, it's something that I, it's I'm like a unfamiliar. side hustle. Or, it's a side hustle <laughs> or something. Dude, <laughs> so your blades run the gamut. I was flipping through some of this stuff. You aren't making one thing. You are making like, geez, That's what I was talking about. Tons of different. Like, yeah, but he, it's like. Super you don't know cool. how to word it though. You don't know how to word uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that. Where do you is, um, is that all comic book stuff that you're pulling inspiration from or um basically I I, I try to pull from like uh historical, military, fantasy, all kinds of different aspects because I I would see a lot of these guys make knives and they they make beautiful pieces. And then especially um, you know, if you if you watch shows like Force and Fire, they'd be like oh, some guy's been doing it for 20 years and they say, Oh, you know, make a cookery. And the guys mm-hmm. are like, oh, I've never made one of those. I'm like, how the hell have you gone yeah. 10 years of knife making and not it's made like everything the guys, under the sun? The guys that have so, never ran a coal forge ever. I love those yeah. episodes. Dude, like my first forge was for built that. out of a 55-gallon drum and a mattress blower and coal. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. yeah. Roy, it's like having yeah. Matter Illy on right now. I don't even know. It's the, sa- it's the same person that I see every single day <laughs> talking about the same thing, historical <laughs> fantasy weapons. Oh my Just god. Th- that phrase in itself, shut your dog up. That <laughs> phrase in itself seems so it, it just seems so weird to me. Historical fantasy? Like I said those, historical and fantasy. And fantasy, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's crossed uh, between the two. So talk to me real quick about I don't know how to pronounce this because you guys are weird. The Dragon Prince Catolis? Catalyst. Oh, the Catalyst melee me. weapon. Yeah, that thing was gnarly. So I was watching uh, Netflix and they had a uh, they have the Netflix animated show called The Dragon Prince. It's kind of like Avatar The Last Airbender. And they is this a car- are you talking a- about cartoons right now? Is this fucking ass? grown ass men talking about cartoons right now? Dude, Jason, I'm sorry. I know you're going to be like, (laughs) after an hour into this, you're going to be sweating and going, No. Your your wife's going to go, How'd the interview go? And you're going to be like, Fuck those guys. Those guys are assholes. Hey, I make no apologies for my life. There you go. That's the best way to be. Just lean into it and sell your fucking weird. I image of that spear being used on the cartoon. And I like paused it and I was like, holy shit, I got to make that. So I like sketched it out and then I turned it into kind of a melee weapon so I didn't have to forge a socket for it. And uh, that's how it ended up. Well, you Hell see all yeah. Page there. And that thing was Chris? brutal. Yeah. That's crazy cool. It's really cool, man. All I, right. I, I don't I gotta know. bring it up. I got to oh, bring God. it up. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the Jason Statham Katana. Oh, how did, yeah. How did you get that gig? Uh, that was, uh, totally unexpected. And, uh, I, yeah. So anyways, what happened with that was, um, I was, I was watching, you know, I've seen people online and other things and, you know, ever since, uh, Instagram changed their algorithm set up. So it was a much harder to get followers. Right. I was, I was trying to think, I was like, man, you know, the only way to get organic growth seems to be from shout outs and, uh, collaborations. Uh-huh. And I was like, I need to find someone fucking famous to make a blade for. <laughs> <laughs> no shame yeah. in your game. No. no there you I, go. And so yeah. like, I was like, it's so like I, uh, I taxed the wife. I was like, I was like, I was like, Hey, do any type of computer. It's, you know, internet magic. You can to see if you can get a hold of some of these people. And so really? she ended up reaching out and, you know, contacting agents and contacting, like, you know, working her way through all of that. And so finally I ended up getting in touch with one of his um, publicity agents and okay. sent some emails, emails back and forth. Didn't hear anything for about a month. Then I ended up hearing back and they were like, oh, you know, and I was and what I was hoping for was like, yeah, he'd love a blade. And I was going to be like, sweet, I'll make you something and send it to you. But right. no, it had to be where he's like, oh, I'm here with Jason right now. He'd get, he'd like a katana. And I was like, Fuck. oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, that's a tall order. No kidding. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, 
I'll make it happen. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to at that point. Yeah, you yeah like, exactly. Well, I, 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 I want to do something for you, but I don't want to do something like that. Exactly. Come off like a little bitch like Chris does almost every fucking day. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So in my effort to be kind of the anti-Chris, I stand up. <laughs> good, and, move, good move. Good <laughs> move. <laughs> and I said I could do it, and uh, and the end result is uh, what you can see there online. I have, uh, you know, I can, I was constrained because I I only have I can only temper up to like 33 inches in length. Right. That's it. And so like I'm, it was kind of a no, I had to go like non traditional obviously. Yeah. And so it kind of evolved into what you see as the end result. And uh, yeah, it, it turned out pretty good. Obviously, uh, you know, as a as a bladesmith or a maker, you should be your biggest critic. So right. like obviously all all I saw was things I could do better, but you know I, I was pretty happy with it, and uh, I sent it up to him, and uh, he he told me he loved it. He ended up calling me on the phone, and that was pretty what cool. the hell up? That's pretty yeah. Badass. I, I talked to, I talked to him for about 15 minutes on the phone. Uh, he sounds exactly like he does in his movies, and yeah. he he cusses worse than any other sailor I've ever known. That's God, awesome. thank goodness. Yeah, that's but, cool, uh, man. But he so, was, was, so the bottom line, he's it. just a real dude, just yeah, a real fucking seemed, dude. He seems like a real, real That's straight awesome. up dude. That's and he was like, awesome. Like the first thing he said was like, he's like, I nearly fucking killed myself with this blade. I could have fucking <laughs> shaved with it. You know, it's like, whoa, well, yeah. <laughs> right on. Dude, crazy. <laughs> so did that you was, have to... last, was that last year that you did that? That was, um, he was got it? it like, I think January of this year. Ja- okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So at, and he said he uh, when I was on the phone with him, he's like, yeah, we're going to make sure that we uh, post about it and send some pub- publicity your way. Yeah. And um, but then we had the covid stuff and then the uh, right. riots and the marches and everything. Uh, and so gotcha. like they, it kept getting pushed back. So maybe you will one day. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But it was a pretty hey, cool experience you, regardless. Speak to him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it was pretty That's awesome. That's pretty neat. And then, and then he, after he got the katana, he reached back out to me and he's like, hey, can you make something for my son? And I was like, uh, of course. I was like, how old's your son? He's all, he's two. And I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. oh. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, he'll he'll grow you, into it. Yeah. I'm like, what do you, what do you, what do you want for him? And he's like, he's like, oh, you know, I, uh, I want like a, like a pirate knife. I'm like, oh God, here we knife. go. I'm like a pirate knife for a two-year-old. Yeah. So I was like, she, I don't even know where to begin. So, but luckily, I have a two-year-old, so I got to use her as a as a base model. Uh, oh, so you did it? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, kid, play with this. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I made like kind of this integral guarded uh, go my um, kind of cutlass style shaped blade, but that kind of looked like a butter knife on the edge because I had it all rounded yeah, so yeah, he could yeah. stab himself. I did big hollow grinds to make it lightweight, but still leave a, you know, an unsharpened fat edge on there. And then, you know, tried to make it as like toddler proof and still cool as I possibly yeah. could, which was definitely a different avenue to go. Down. Oh, I bet. So did you, did you like, were you like, so Jason, <laughs> the first one was free. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk yeah. about the second one. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you, so like the first one, he insists, after I I sent it to him, the katana, he insisted on paying me for it. And I told him no, like a dozen times. I was like, no, 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 no. It was an honor to make it for you. I'm super excited. You know, if you ever talk about it, awesome. You know, throw my name out there. If not, no worries. Uh, But, you know, you you don't need to pay me for it whatsoever. And uh, he he was, but he insisted. And then finally, I was like, no, no, it's fine. He's like, okay. And then like right after we hung up, his assistant called me again, and she was like, uh, Mr. Statham would like to pay you for that blade. He's got oh my god! An and I was like, okay. <laughs> was like, That's cool. <clears throat> what an awesome story, man. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, it's Jeez. definitely something you didn't expect to happen, and it's, it's pretty much all thanks to the wife's legwork. So. <laughs> I was going to say, you pretty well made sure it happened. <laughs> you had her working overtime. <laughs> oh, man. That's cool yeah, as hell, it was, man. It was pretty gnarly. So. Another one of your blades that sticks out to me is the, the um, C- uh, I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong because I'm not a fucking knife guy, but the CX, CX knife with the bone tat handle on it. I know that was a while oh, ago. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. So that was one of the sax knives uh, that I did in collaboration with. Um, uh, another buddy 
and he is a bone carver, an antler and bone carver. That thing is out of this world cool, dude. Yeah, it's um, it's nuts what he can do with carving. Uh, that is definitely not a skill set I have. Um, so like I made the blade and uh, sent it up to him, and yeah. then he and then he just went hog wild carving it, and then we uh, raffled it off. Yeah, that so, dude's work is insane. Oh yeah, I would get him we? to put. <laughs> I would get him to put scales on like carvings on everything I did. I oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah he's done it for. He's done uh, a few different uh, for a few different knife makers, uh, bladesmiths. He's done the handle it carving. Com- it complements your work a lot because you got uh, kind of like this post-apocalyptic kind of style going on. I mean, you do. You really do. No, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it's it. It's not like uh, you know pulled out of. It's it's comic book themed stuff and uh, you know fantasy themed stuff, so it looks badass, man. It's like some shit that uh, Denzel Washington would have on his side in fucking Book of Eli and shit. Oh, yeah. you know, he's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that yeah, kind no, of I crazy just, shit. Yeah, yeah. very oh, cool uh, style, man. I seen I, I your your logo that. is badass too because I seen Nicole uh, rocking the hats from Red Label today. They oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. Again, we're, why we're I all thought in the Red you Label were, family there. Yeah, that's why I thought you were like military related because it was a camo hat with the war crown force well, well, there you go i'm hitting i'm hitting both yep. right there Jesus. You're, you're fooling everybody <laughs> little do they know so let's yeah. talk about your shop a little bit i see you got a coal ironworks press behind you oh yep yep love that yeah. thing. thing's worth every penny so um, so what are you doing is that what you're doing most of your work on uh that and the anvil yep okay it's, yeah nope, it's pretty nope. much all by hand and your propane, coal? Yep, propane forge. Propane. Right on. Yep, propane. And but no yeah, power I hammer? just, what's that? No power hammer? No power hammer. Right on. No, no I uh, I would have a nice power hammer if I didn't, I, I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere in Arizona uh, right. already, but even still, I'm in a kind of semi-residential kinda, oh, setup. Oh, yeah, setup. I got you. Yep. So I did have a homemade power hammer for like a year or so. Yeah. And then... Um, to get the press i traded that for some cash so i could help pay for the press but uh no i just oh, right i on. run i do everything out of uh, my garage so badass man so talk to me about some of these little um damascus pieces i'm just i don't i'm scrolling through i've been scrolling through your feed this entire time just yeah you know, no just worries i see you kind of um I are you, you are either you, scrolling through something or giving yourself an exam? So <laughs> <laughs> he always looks like a psychopath, no matter what he's doing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, are, are, so are you making are you making these um, Damascus pieces? Is, yeah, any Damascus you ever see on my page, I made it myself. I kind of I'm kind of anti buying it. So good, thank you. That's awesome. First, but it, it just kind of it, it irks me to buy something that I can make. So. Right. So okay, do you make your own scales then? Oh. So you can't another hobby I do not have room for, Roy. This, this so you don't want you don't like want to make your own handle. Last one. <laughs> you don't want to make your own handle. Hey, well, I, I do. See. I do sand shape. You know. Uh, okay. Attach, you know. So. Where are you getting scales from? Um. So I've been getting. I've got some from Hotness Customs. Um, I've got some, uh, I, AK designs and then I've done just some all over us. the place. Yeah. All over. Yeah. But generally I stick to like four, four or five main scale makers and, uh, or block, you know, block suppliers. So yeah. that's mm-hmm. about it. They, they all look, um, I mean, some of the scales that guys are putting out these days, the, especially the hybrids with resin and C-Tech and burls. I mean, they just, I, my mind is just blown by all the co- the, the color combinations, the material oh, yeah. combinations, and they just look absolutely gorgeous. And it's so funny. If you look back, I don't know, like 10, 15 years ago, a freaking knife handle never would have looked like this. Oh, I mean, no. they were just, no. just no. crazy cool stuff that's going on right now. And yeah. I guess, thank goodness, there are guys that like making these little scale sets for all of you weirdos that don't and lazy fucks that don't like making your own handles. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally sitting in a shop 
that is it's not even a shop it's the third bay of a garage that i was gonna say was it probably a one car garage it's about 26 feet long and about 10 feet wide that's my whole shop for oh, 40, right on. for for everything i do to make a knife i do not have room to start up i know i know don't listen to him all he does <laughs> I mean, is sand fucking wood all day not nice he does nothing else <laughs> His product knife pretty much makes up, itself. They, knife scales take up so much room. I, I, I can understand why you're you're in this little dilemma of yours. It's like, not just, the end product, Roy. Just <laughs> feed <them> too. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if you could just pull a knife off the wall and put scales on it and sell it? You know, it's like pulling an axe off the wall, just put a piece of wood in it, send it out the door. Jesus, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, oh God. God. So where do we see War Crown Forge in the next couple years? What's your grand master plan? Because knives are hot right now. Everybody knows knives are hot right now. So ride the wave while it's while it's going. It's a saturated I mean, market. I feel for you guys. I really do. There's a bazillion of you guys out there right now. Yeah. What, well, what that's one of that? the reasons why I'm not I'm not in any kind of mad dash rush to do this full time. Awesome. I I, th- I thoroughly enjoy doing it. And as Roy said, I'm pretty active on my page. I'm pretty active in my you know what would be my side hustle or my hobby. So like I really like doing it long term. To be honest, I would really love to be able to make the kind of stuff that uh, like Ilya and Matt make. That kind okay. of stuff is kind of my end goal. That's what I want to make. Okay, and then I also want to okay, make pocket knives. Justin, <laughs> Justin, we really got to have a talk here, buddy. <laughs> we really got to have a talk here, you know? Oh, my God. I work with these fellas every day. And I don't, know, I don't think that's necessarily a path you want to go down. <laughs> Once no, you pull the curtain back, you, you, can't, you can't ever put it. You, know, you can't ever you can't, close it. You can't, you can't unsee it. There's a lot of things that... No, they do great work, and that's a. I, I tell you what, they'd be they both be flattered by that comment. Uh, I'm not ever going to tell them in a million <laughs> years that you said that, but uh, yeah, no, that's a good goal to have. They're two talented dudes, and and they're making whatever the hell they want to make, which is pretty cool. So, that's a good so, plan to have. Uh, I, and, here's, and also, I just want to make giant oversized pocket knives. To be honest, wait, really? Yeah, like I want to like. There's a there's a knife maker out there called uh, RS Knife Works, I believe. Okay. And he makes amazing pocket knives. They are totally different, and they are freaking badass. Hell and yeah. I, lit- I really just want to make because, like, I, I I'll often get you know people that want to order a custom knife, and yeah, a lot of times I'll you know like I'll be like, yeah, that's too small. I don't want to make that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Wait, what do you I, consider I really oversized? To- like, what's oversized? Uh, a lot of pe- a lot of people, I you know, they want like four inches or less, anything over a four inch blade, and they'll be like, oh, it's you know, it's too big. Ah, or okay. something. And I mean, I mean, I can understand that for certain things. Uh, but like, I want to make so like my end goal is to get a mill in the shop so I can start making my own pocket knives because oh, I want to make okay. some uh, ridiculous. You're not talking about cartoonishly stuff. big. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just talking. Yeah. I'm talking something that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what you said. Oversized. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are we talking like two feet long or something? No, no, talking no. Here? <laughs> I'm talking something that might take up your front pocket, right. but you can still put it in a pocket. Yeah, that's badass. So I started following, and not to like get off on talk about someone else, but I started following a pocket knife guy. And for those of you that I, can't see right now, Roy's walking his fucking dog because he's I, very I professional. Am, he's very I professional. When he does I did. Podcast. I did mute. If you hadn't said anything, no. One you might. You might as well just just go take a shit while you're on the podcast too. <laughs> just don't mute it and go go take a shit. It's fine. Very professional. I, this is a class A I, fucking show. Are you done? Are you fucking done? So I started <sighs> following, I started following a, a pocket knife guy, and it's like CS or BS or something like birds or something. Bird? I can't fucking remember. But um, all we can hear is wind. All I, I'm going inside. <laughs> it started a freaking storm. I'm sorry. Yo, pocket knives is a whole nother rabbit hole that guys go down as far as collectability oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, Dude, there is some this, like. This guy was putting out and it was like he 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 makes them in the style of a Barlow knife. And an, I forgot the other knife that he does. And I don't know anything about knives or anything about pocket knives for that matter. But his stuff was going for crazy freaking money and it looked so simple it was just like something that you'd you know you're like you, well, you're, 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 you can't remember his your name gramp, i want to <laughs> punch you in the face right now like, you're like giving us a tour of your fucking house <laughs> sit down the, 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 We're roof the of goddamn your house. podcast right now you maniac my 
my those dog. of you that when I call Roy a maniac, you guys all think I'm joking. I'm not. That's the way he is. He's a psychopath. He's walking around his house, talking to his dog, and oiling up eyes of axes. Joe- <laughs> <laughs> Joey is... He's been asleep in the shop all day today, and he is wound up right now. So I thought, oh, I'll take him outside. And then you're like, it's all I can hear is the fucking tornado. Tornado. It's getting ready to fucking blow down out here. (laughs) But this fucking knife, guys, like seriously, it um, it's something that you would expect like your grandpa to like. He empties out his pockets, throws it on his nightstand, right? And there and there would be this knife, but it was just, but it was just made yesterday, and it's like I think he was. They were going for like nearly a thousand bucks for a little, yeah. like a peanut style fucking folding pocket knife. Yep. Um, pocket, knife I, world, I, pocket knife world is weird, dude. I, I, mean, I gotta, I, I gotta find like. Just, just like the I mean, axe guys. I've, I've seen, uh, I've seen oh, some God, of the ones that are a little on the larger side, but they have all kinds of like, you know, titanium Damascus and you know, the all high end Nichols Damascus and yeah. covered with everything, and then they go for like you know sixteen hundred to twenty five hundred. What for pocket knife? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I've actually looked at <sighs> some of those because I was like, not that I'd ever buy one, but I was just curious. I kind of went down a rabbit hole one night looking at that kind of stuff, and I was like, the hell, this guy's asking twelve hundred bucks for this thing? <laughs> like, I couldn't wrap. Yeah, my head man, it, it. It gets, and that's another reason why I want to make some pocket knives. Like, I don't want to do yeah. it full time or have a full line. I just want to be able to make them, so I don't ever have to buy one. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> So it's Bird Viz Knives. That's who I'm talking about. Um, not to like give this guy a shout out or anything, but I don't think anybody gives a shit. Well, <laughs> uh, I do, and I'm talking about it, motherfucker head. Um, uh, What's what up with you, Roy? What, what have you been up to this week? Don't. All right. So listen. Uh, Here so, we go. Here we go. Uh, Get ready, yeah, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for the shit show. It begins <laughs> now. There's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> so. The powder coater called me last week, okay? Oh, I got shit. some stuff down there at the powder coater. What's that background noise? I hear a bunch of staticky shit. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, anyway, powder coater, powder coater called me last week. or Yeah, last week. Um, your stuff's done. But not all of your stuff. Three of the four are done. And I said, well, dude, it, it's an hour and a half from my house. I'm going to wait until next week to pick them all up. We have all the pieces done. Yep, we should have them done. So, today is next week, so I drive an hour and a half. I take well, Joey well, with me. Before you drove, did you call down and check that they had them all done? Because that would be not. the sensible thing. Of well, not. so here's the deal. So, the three pieces that were done were the pieces that I needed this week. So, I didn't care about that last piece, okay? If it was done, awesome, high five, that's a bonus. I needed those three pieces this week. So I drive down, I go in, and I say, hey, I'm here to pick up my pieces. And he goes, oh, shit. I go, what do you mean, oh, shit? Oh, I go, man. he goes, uh, we, 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 we powdered them last week. They turned out beautiful, but the paint was just a little too thick, and a lot, and the lettering and the stamps disappeared. And we wanted them to be perfect. So we blasted them again, and they're sitting in this bucket fucking raw. And I go, so I just drove an hour and a half down here for absolutely nothing? And he's like, I'm really, really sorry. So I, I'm, I, I'm starting to fucking spool up, and I'm like, all right, whatever. That's fine. So I'm driving back home. Um, an hour, I'm 45 minutes into my drive back home. My sawmill calls me, texts me, hey. And if you've been listening to the the podcast last couple episodes, my fear of running out of these really cool blanks that have all this crazy crotch grain and stuff in them is real, right? My fucking sawmill calls me up, which is about 15 minutes from my powder coater. Hey, I got a whole bunch of more. I got a whole bunch more blanks. Uh, I just cut them out. They're here for you if you want them. And I'm frantically typing as I'm driving. And I was like, I want them all. Just hold them for me. And he was like, Sorry, I can't hold all of them. I've got several customers. And I was like, I will be there at the end of the fucking week whenever the powder coater calls me fucking back. Just hang on to some of them for me. So hopefully by the end can't of this you just like week. Wire, can't you wire the guy money? Dude, he has a flip phone. I bet it took him 20 oh. minutes to type out that text. And I'm not oh even joking. God. I'm not no even kidding. joking. 
no, no, no. That's crazy. So, um, hopefully by the end of this fucking week, I can go back down to the powder coater, I can get these fucking blanks, and I'm going to put out something that is going to be fucking awesome. So, okay, so you haven't actually <laughs> said what it was. I'm not <laughs> losing my mind here. Okay, good, because I'm like, what the fuck are you getting powder coated? You haven't even told us. I know. The oh, suspense, great. baby. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that was yeah. a great suspenseful story. <laughs> Nobody gives a uh, shit. Congratulations. You, you fucking do. You need to ask me, goddamn, what's going on in the shop, bro? What's going on in the shop? Hey, let me tell you, those fans are so badass. Justin, have you seen these fans? You yeah, the they're shop? pretty awesome. Those I did are see pretty them. As soon as I saw the video, cool. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that was pretty slick how you filmed it in black and white, too. Yeah. Yeah, someone told me to do that, and I was like, oh, God, it's perfect. I know you bitched about them and bitched about them, but I knew that I know how you are, and I knew you were going to bitch and then be like, oh, my God, these are the greatest (laughs) things ever. um, (laughs) Why did your voice go up like 10 octaves? That's what you sound like to me. Uh, Anyway. The you video, like big meathead. The video oh, you I took. You'd like the, to, I know you do this. Blah, blah, blah. All the bitching you did. Go ahead. Damn, did they turn out badass? Thank you. Who uh, was that I'm, again that gave you those? So listen, here's the story. Um, Just do the quick because you did the long already. Yeah. Uh, so my buddy Lenny from Indianapolis knows the guy that owns that company, and he took it upon himself to get those fans essentially donated to me. They don't yeah. want anything wow. in return. What's the company? What's nice. the company? It's called Fanimation, and I didn't know Fanimation. anything about them. Dude, seriously, I, how much do you think? Did I tell you how much those fans As cost? much as I don't want to tell you guys to go to Roy Speed and go look, because I want everybody that listens to this to unfollow him, uh, <laughs> go over there and check out, check out his latest, one of his latest posts. He posts 19 times a day, but one of them is a black and white video of these fans running, and they are bad freaking ass looking. I'm envious. So, yeah. They're cool. So, they, so on high speed, do they move some air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. They're they're very they're actually more effective than I thought they would be, and it's got a little remote control. So um, the way that the my my lights are wired in the place in the shop, um, there are two outlets in the ceiling. So whenever you flip the switch, the the outlets become uh, energized. So I just put a plug on the end of the motor and plugged it into my outlet. So I flip on the switch, the freaking lights come on, the fans come on, and I got a little remote that sits on that I bolted. Uh, to one of my walls. It it is a super slick system. I spent two fucking days on it, but I could not be more happy and more grateful for this system that Lenny and Fanimation fucking just yeah, gave dude. just gave me. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It, yeah. So many people have hit me up saying, "Oh my god, I love it. I need that for my shop." And in the back of my mind, I'm just going, "It's really fucking expensive." So uh, like, are the mo- are the motors nice and quiet? silent absolutely Perfect. silent that's awesome the only, the only thing that you can hear because you have to you have to rivet the belts together like everything yeah. is totally like tick, custom tick, tick, tick. yeah yeah yep, yep. but that's kind of cool though it, it's super cool yeah. um are you getting used to the strobe light city though it it is it is very stroby you um, might just have to move some stuff around that's all you might have to move some lights around okay. or you just get used to the blinky blink i'll probably have to get used to the blinky Justin, blink. you're in arizona dude how's the heat down there right now is it like uh, when stupid? I left, when I left my job today, uh, it was like 114. So, <laughs> oh my, my god, god. <laughs> dude, it was close <laughs> to 100 today, and I almost threw up outside. It was disgusting. Oh man, I I was in steel toe boots standing on a job site. It was like 114 with a hard hat on. Oh what he's not God. what he's not saying is for 15 minutes and then six and a half hours in my car the air conditioning. <laughs> I know how you inspectors are. You're not, you're not you're Listen, I, past me. I'm pretty fair. I split my time up evenly, all right? It is five <laughs> hours outside and five hours in the car. Okay? Oh shit. <laughs> That's good stuff. So are you do you drive around? I mean, is your, your area pretty big um, that so, you go and inspect? So I live in Kingman, Arizona, and where I where I work is in uh, parts of Southern California. So oh, okay. I'll drive an hour and a half, hour and 10 minutes away for most of my work. Uh, wow. That'll be, that'll be my one-way commute. And then uh, some other places they'll send me and I might travel and it'll be sick. You know, I might be there for a week or two weeks and then come home. So it just depends. Badass, man. 
What are you confused about, Roy? I don't know. What are you confused <laughs> I don't know. about? No, I'm not confused. I just... <laughs> like, nothing. The nothing. Theory of relativity here. What did he just say? <laughs> if a train's going 100 miles an hour, yeah. Carry the one. Slide the decimal point. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you just had this blank look on it, on your face. Me and Justin both thought steam was going to blow out of your fucking ears. <laughs> Justin, I know you don't listen to this podcast, but seriously, every don't fucking start. episode, don't every start. episode is this guy giving me shit all the time, all the time. One of these days, I'm going to blow my fucking stack on you, big meathead motherfucker. Justin, anything else you want to tell the world? So, hey, hey listen. No. What do you want to know? What do um, people need to know from you? I was going to ask a question. Lay, um, lay the question, I'll be Roy, because I don't know what I want to tell the world. So That's fair. <laughs> Got to tell the world something. What do they want um, to know? So it looks like, I don't want to say signature style, but um, whenever I'm looking through your feed, I know you, you. we talked earlier on that you do a lot of different stuff, but it looks like you do a lot of sacks and you do a lot of kookeries, like more so than others. Is, is that a fair statement? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so when I get custom orders, uh, which I would say about, you know, 60% of my business is custom orders, if not more, um, I, that's normally what I get requested for the most. I get, you know, they, someone wants us custom sex or they want custom cookery. I personally like cookeries a lot and I like playing with the different, uh, different lines, trying to, you know, come up with something different or a little new, like, uh, the Tonto cookeries I, uh, started doing and I really fucking love those things. Um, but yeah, I would say that's a fair, you know, assumption. That's I make most of those. Oh, do you is know all your stuff um, through Instagram, or you got a website, or what? I do have a website. Yep, I have a website, WorkCrownForge.com. Hell yeah! Hey, so do you know Frank of FS Blades? Yes, I do. Yep, so we're what, doing a collaboration piece. Oh, are you serious? If you look, if you look at my most recent post, uh, the blade I forged out in that little video uh, mm-hmm. is a. 18 inch long cookery i forged that out at a out of 1970s leaf spring and i'm sending that to frank uh as a collaboration piece are you serious that is freaking awesome i love uh, frank's a frank's a hell of a guy um oh yeah super nice guy actually i hung out with him in the bronx um whenever i was in new york a couple of years ago the wife and i he invited us to his house and um super super nice guy very real mm-hmm. very down to earth, awesome motherfucker. And um, so he like his his jam is fucking kookeries all day, every day. Oh, yeah. And then and then yeah. I think it was like last year or something, he started doing those like two handed kookery swords or whatever. Yeah. Those things were fucking crazy. Yeah. Have, have, have you have you done anything like that or want to do anything like that? I've done so I've done a handful of two-handed weapons and like you know uh, trail swords, you know mm-hmm. or, uh, you know bush swords and stuff like that. They're farther down in my page. Um, yeah, I, I really like doing stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. Um, the like I said, if you go down one of the photos that I had uh, like professionally done by uh, Caleb Royer, he uh, is one of my two-handed like cookery tontos, and that thing was uh, pretty wicked. <laughs> I really like that design a lot. They're just well. So hello, hello, let me ask you another question. Let me ask you another question. What the fuck? Oh my god! Oh my god! Look, look, look. look. Talk, talk about. I'm sorry, Jason or Justin. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, fucking nerd <laughs> alert! I don't even know your name. What the fuck? fuck? Nerd, what nerd kind alert! Of podcast is this, Roy? Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Nerd what? alert! Fucking what are we posted at? on March 9th. We don't even see work... I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> March not, March fifth. Here here's the caption of Warcrown Forge. Oh snap! Where's my Mandalorian friends at fans at? Oh, what'd you do? <laughs> what'd you do from Mandalorian? Oh man, I made a kind of a. Yeah, I did the. It's a really cool sheath, man. That's beautiful. I did a uh, a leather tooled uh, mud horn skull from the Mandalorian show oh, for okay, one of my okay. knives. So if you were listening to a couple episodes back of the Axe and Iron podcast, we had this whole thing about the freaking Mandalorian with those pistolas. Uh, I had never heard of it, and these guys were like, what? You've never heard rock. of it? This fucking hillbilly no. lives under a rock. 
If it so, ain't about axes, I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I see you have done a couple of axes or hatchets or tomahawk-looking things. Talk to us about those because they look pretty freaking awesome. Not your typical shit you see every day. Um, so I, I also want to make axes. Like I said, I, 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 I like to make a little bit of everything and try to get good at everything. Um, that's kind of my goal. Um, those were some of my first axes looked horrible. And then I made yeah. a few that were, that I made a few that were okay looking. Um, Don't worry. All <laughs> Royce's axes <look> horrible. <laughs> uh, so I, I ended up getting some, uh, good chunks of, uh, 4140 tool steel and uh you know use the press over here and with hand you know drifting eyes and drawing it out and forging the blade shapes and uh made a few combination clash ups of like uh historical naval boarding axe kind of mm -hmm. mixed with like a, a dwarf warven a dwarven <laughs> war axe of course so. of course of course roy every ant is gonna be like this about my uh, life just gotta get on board brother I'm telling you, it's like, I, dude, I just I, I don't even hear it because it's the same stuff I hear out, out it's just, when I'm in my. It's just you're just picking up when I'm in my shop. I'm like I'm like, this is what they say. They say we're gonna do this badass blah 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 from blah blah blah. And I go, is it from a cartoon? And they're like, well yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of inspiration to be drawn from a lot of those crazy fantasy movie shows. So anime. You, so you probably have no interest in doing any sort of just standard American felling axes or hatchets or anything like that. I mean, you're just, really? just not your jam. Shit's boring. Uh, right? Just tell them just, it's boring. Hey, I like, you I like for the listeners you out there. It. I like watching you do it. There you go. Good answer. answer. There you go. <laughs> I could either confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> so you can check out Roy's awesome work at Vintage Axe Works. <laughs> unfollow. Please unfollow. <laughs> Oh, man. oh, oh that's yes. hilarious so you like no interest in just traditional tools whatsoever i mean and clearly like there's not a single thing on your feed that looks what air quotes normal um which is really like <laughs> i know i know we're joking yeah. and, Dude, that's and, like, a good thing all... to set yourself apart though you don't want to no that, 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 yeah. that that's exactly where i was going um Let's fuck. Like, listen, I I have I have bad respect for the guys that forge tools because that just holds zero interest for me. And if mm -hmm. I'm not like interested in it, it's gonna it comes out looking like crap. Um, I I got to be passionate about it. Otherwise, it's just like oh, it's like sitting doing math homework back as Dude, a kid. I'm like, could you <laughs> like, imagine? Could you imagine just like handling an axe and then doing another one and then handling another axe and then handling an axe <laughs> and then when you wake up tomorrow, you handle an axe. And then you wake up the next day, you sharpen, and then you handle a fucking axe. Could you imagine doing that every single day? Are you done? Are you done? This is a part of the show where we like to give some love to some guys that may not uh, get some love or may not be well known. I don't know. We're just going to shout some people out. I'll go first because Roy always cries like a bitch when I make him go first. And then he can go after me. I'm going to shout out uh, a guy named Zane from Tyndall Forge. He is Tyndall Forge. He's in um, uh, Pennsylvania. He's been to my shop a couple times. Great dude. Uh, down to earth. He's teaching himself everything. He likes forging traditional. Uh, speaking of reenactment stuff, he sent me a message and tell Roy that I'm not going to repeat exactly what he said because I don't remember it to the T, but uh, reenacting is nothing like LARPing. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> but Zane oh, Forge is a lot of stuff from uh, certain time periods. I don't know the exact time period, but it was somewhere along the lines of what Matthew Justice and um, JC do. And uh, yeah, Zane at Tyndall Forge, he's just teaching himself and doing it in uh, traditional ways. He doesn't really have any power tools. He has a hand crank, coal forge, and an anvil. Nice. That's it. Who you got, Roy? Uh, I'm gonna shout out my my intern, my uh, what apprentice, whatever she Becky. Becky, Becky Greatness. Becky Greatness. To, Becky Greatness came into the shop today. Uh, she got injured on the job. Yo, uh, is she coming she, back on? Um, still up in the air. She she blew her ACL out, so she's hobbling around. She got a big old Ooh, leg brace on damn. and everything. So she came out. Listen, she came out today, and I was like, "You gonna get the fucking work, or what are you gonna do?" And she's like, "No, I'm. I just want to come to hang out. I just need to get the fuck out of the house." So she came over. I hung an axe, got some pizza. We had a couple beers. Um, hopefully, 
she recovers from her surgery um, quickly. And you said she's got a torn ACL. Yeah, she, she probably slipped on all that <clears throat> bullshit in your shop. <laughs> Fucking hate you, but I'm <laughs> Becky, You're an idiot. We hope you recover, Becky. Greatness. Yes. The best. Who do you got, Justin? Um, I give a shout out to uh, Black Eagle Tactical. He's on oh, Instagram. Shit. His name, that sounds his official. Name's Bono. Wait, Black Eagle Tactical. It's actually from this comic book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Black Eagle Tactical. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, he's a super nice guy. Uh, when I, He was already on Instagram when I first started making knives and first started doing the Instagram thing. And um, he does a little bit. He does like 50-50, like half stock removal, half uh, foraging. Um but he's always a super nice guy, super helpful, uh, you know, like because I would always be pestering other knife makers like, hey, how'd you do that? Hey, how'd you do that? Hey, how'd you do this? Had, you know, anytime I saw something different that I wanted to try out uh, that I couldn't find like videos or literature on online. So he was always a super nice guy and I'm still in touch with him. He makes some badass blades. Awesome. So, yeah. And he's a fellow veteran as well, too. Yeah. What was it so, again? Uh, Black Eagle Tactical. Uh, oh, yeah. So the one that I found on Instagram, it has underscores between each words, and I don't see a single weapon on here. It's like a he's driving around in a smart car or something. Is that yeah, him? then you're probably on the wrong page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're such an idiot. You're such an idiot. <laughs> when we That's the only one that showed up. What the I was glad. I will gladly tag you. There you go. There you go. Fucking show over. God. Justin Burton from Warcrown Forge. Is there anything you want to plug, Justin, before you go? Are your books open? Can people actively send you a DM and get something made from you? Yes. Yes, they can. So go head over to Warcrown Forge. The website's the same. Go check out his work. The guy's doing crazy cool stuff. Justin Burton from Warcrown Forge. Do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, uh, no, do, I'm all good. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. No yeah. problem at all. It was our honor. Thank you for your service in the Navy. Thank you. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor of this episode, Evaporust. It is a non-toxic, environmentally safe water-based formula that removes rust without scrubbing. The original super safe rust remover and their safe erase paint remover. Find them on Instagram at Evaporust. That's a wrap on the X and I podcast.